Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to oh, do it yeah. again. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Uh, we're just gnashing away, listening lunch here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. It's out on social media right now. Our official offer to Tua's camp. Okay? Our official offer to Tua's camp. It is out there for the masses to behold four years $48 million per year, $108,536,000 guaranteed, sixth in the NFL per year money, seventh in the NFL in guaranteed money. We're making that offer right now to Tua. Now, I would suspect Tua's camp would uh, would say, hell no. Would they? Call us later. Dude, they're not going to take seventh most guaranteed money in the NFL, not for a guy that led the league in passing in 2023. I- Who's his agent? It's a good question. I don't know. He, unlike Lamar, does have an agent. If you could look that up, I, I actually don't know who his agent is. Another thing with Tua um, that I'm curious about in this back and forth is I wonder if the Dolphins try and shortchange him on one and give him the other one just so you can PR push out that he's, you know, the second most annual money in the league, but maybe not as high on the guarantees or maybe super high on the guarantees, but a shorter length than uh, a mean, lower you, annual. You could go incentive laden. You could do and that. really push up the overall value of the contract. You could do that. Like, there's a lot of different things you can do um, to try and sort around it. But uh, I think Tua's got to take that. Who else is going to pay you that? That's the question I would have for Tua. Like, all right, go hit hit the open market. Or he bets on himself and says, fine, I'll play my fifth-year option. Yeah. He could. He could do that. But then you better surround him with some pieces and get that offensive line shored up. If I'm the Dolphins and he does that, I'm going to get the veteran in there. So you will play hardball with Tua. I'm not saying I would. I'm saying if he doesn't take that contract, which I feel is fair, and he says, oh, all right, well, then I'll play on my fifth-year option. I'll say, okay, great. Well, I hope you're cool with Geno Smith pulling up. I mean, you could you could do the same thing the Ravens did then, make it ugly and say, hey, slap the franchise tag on you. Uh, I, I can't stomach that. I Personally, I couldn't stomach that. If I'm if I'm a Dolphins fan, I would not. That that's even tougher. Playing out I mean, the fifth year is one thing. You'd have to pay him top three money if it got to that. You'd have to pay him top three money if it yeah. got to the franchise tag. Playing out the fifth year is one thing. Franchising him after that is 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 what are we doing? Well, what you should be doing. Do we have the agent, by the way? Yeah, we do. All right, hold on. What you should be doing. Let me just finish my transition. <laughs> if you have congestion issues, if you have throat problems, if you have snoring concerns, if you're a nuisance to your family because you can't stop sleeping loudly, there's a solution, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. What you need to do in the year 2024 is stop suffering. Bad sleep affects your life. Congestion affects your life. It, hand in hand. Nose issues, throat issues, ear problems, they can all affect your sleep. Your sleep not being good, snoring, problems, all of that makes you more and more unhealthy. It affects those around you. Dr. Neil Goldhaber is here to give you a reset in the lifestyle category. Here in 2024, do things the right way. Beginning of the year, make this the year that you go see someone for your ENT problems. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. 
goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Go in for your consultation. He's going to check you out, and he's going to see what's up. He's going to see what the issue is. He's going to fix you up. He's been doing it for decades. He's an institution based out of Boynton Beach right here in our backyard. I'm telling you, this guy, he's not a, he, he's, he's not a miracle worker. But he's definitely changed a lot of people's lives for the better. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Uh, Stone, who is the agent of Tua Tungavailoa? Well, according to Liz Molina Sports Business Journal, Tua has made a change in agents. This was uh, in February of 2023. That's Uh-oh. right. That's he previously right. was represented by Lay Steinberg. Tua now will be represented, and I'm sure is currently represented, by Ryan Williams and Austin Lehman. Of athletes first. I know Lee Steinberg. I don't know those guys. I don't like know him, but I know Lee Steinberg, NFL agent. I don't know. I don't know these. We guys. should reach out to somebody from athletes first. I'm sure they'd say a lot. <laughs> Tip their hand in negotiations. Yeah. That's fine. We'll pin him up against the wall. Put the Whoa. pressure on him. Bully him. Bully him. Who are we going to? Who are we going to? Who are we going to? Scott we to in West Palm Beach. Lunch? Scott in West Palm on Levicus Theo and Stone. What's up, Scott? Hey, how's it going? Good. Um. I I think Tua has done a pretty good job this season, and I think what they should do is they could give him some money and they could cut out some money elsewhere. Um, I don't think they should pay Xavier Howard. But he's not coming him back. Out yeah, and he's then, not coming back. And then cut out um, Armstead. I don't think he's worth the money either. I would be willing to bet that and, Teron Armstead's not coming back either. Those are going to be two casualties. They still got some work to do because don't forget, Scott, they need to pay. They absolutely have to pay Christian Wilkins. Have to, have to, have to. Top dollar, uh, top D lineman in the league money. A hundred percent. Yeah. They yeah. need to build the line, and I a hundred percent feel Tua will show out better with a better line. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to do without Teron Armstead. My issue is, is you need more depth on the line. And I don't know how you necessarily go about that because you need to take care of it. If it was the front line was formidable and you just focused on the depth, that's one thing. But especially losing Armstead, you're not feeling great about what your starting front line is going to be in front yeah. of Tua. So you got to kind of, you, you kind of got to build up the whole thing. Every mock that I've seen, they're taking an offensive lineman. They're taking a tackle. And what I find so interesting with this offensive line discourse, I'll call it, Raheem Mostert was tied in the league for mm. rushing touchdown. Mm. Like this team was one of the best running teams in all of the NFL. What this really is is pass protection, which are things that you can get in the lab and fix. He this also, isn't a problem with the offensive line. You ran the ball better than anybody in the league at times last year. We made Devon Achan a household name. Pierre Garçon called him Devon Achie, which was fine. Which was fine. He'll was come around. I think it was a nickname. Okay, okay. I can get Maybe down that's with that. what he calls him. He's I don't like, know. He's like Achie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Tua didn't take a lot of sacks. I think Kate Chumslin, our ESPN West Palm play guy, texted me these sack numbers, and I know sacks – for the Dolphins are fewer because there are a lot of one read and quick throws and whatnot. But if you are a leading or one of the most prolific rushing attacks and you're not taking a lot of sacks, then just how detrimental is a makeshift offensive line to your offensive success? And it hasn't been this year. Yeah, the Dolphins were sixth in the league in rushing. Yeah, sixth in the league in rushing. The only conversation we should be having is you got to fill some patches as far as pass protection goes. Other than that, sun, sunshine and roses or whatever the phrase is. That works. That works. Puppies, yeah. rainbows, the entire thing. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to do a listening lunch? You want to do a listening lunch? Let's listen while we lunch here on Levica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, 
I don't know how you consumed this on Sunday at halftime. Fox NFL Sunday. You know how we got on Stephen A. Smith for his fake locker room speech to the New York Knicks in last year's series against the Heat and how ridiculous that was and how childish it was and how bad content it was? Do you remember that? That was a force, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Amongst other things, and Jalen Rose's name uh, is going to come up in this. Uh, Jalen Rose, Stephen A. Smith, they were on the same set last year. That's going to come up. But this was Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, former Cowboys head coach. While the Cowboys are getting bludgeoned at halftime against the Packers, this from Fox is Jimmy Johnson. He was pressed into giving an impromptu Locker room speech to his former team, Jimmy Johnson, and his inspirational speech to the Cowboys at halftime of a lost cause on Sunday, this on Fox. Well, first of all, I I can't say what I would say now on television, (laughs) but I'll just say this. Every single one of you, you know how hard we've worked. I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. Woo! We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do. We'll win this game. All right. That's got oh, Michael fired. He's got no, everybody fired. No, Mike. No. <laughs> Let me get in front of you. Me and first. then Strahan got into a three-point stance. What are the rulings on that? Because I rule it really corny. Theo? I just thought it was weak. I think it could have been a... Get after Jordan Love! <laughs> yeah. Okay. It could have been a magical moment if he executed it well, but it was weak, so yeah, it was it was corny and it didn't work out. Face planted. Yeah, I am not into it. Uh, Stone, you're ruling on Jimmy Johnson. You're ruling on the Jimmy Johnson impromptu halftime speech on the Fox Studio set. I mean, that would... And, I, and, I, and I've said this because I've had some corny coaches... That I've played for. <laughs> Name them. Name them. <laughs> Expose them. You know, some that take the Dabo approach, you know, doesn't really hit home with me. It's hard. There are plenty of ways to go about it, right? The, the extra cursor guys or extra, you know, explicit language guys. But for this right there, this does the opposite effect. Like if I were to hear that You'd in the locker laughing. room, I'll play worse. Yeah, I would think like, like it's over, huh? Like, like pfft, this old man. You, you get taken it's you're so fragile in a locker room, your mindset on the sideline. You get taken out of your zone. If I have a coach when did it, then he's throwing, I mean, come on. This was the worst thing that I've ever heard. Get anybody. your rear ends out there and get to join the. Obviously, these weren't just words that he said for the first time, Jimmy. So clearly, it's how he talked That's to his what he did. teams. But maybe he's lost when his he fastball, though. Of know? course, he has. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably lost. If his the delivery was better back then, he probably had some pre prep stuff, but you it, know. Here's my, here's my, my, my plea to network television, whether it's ESPN, whether it's Fox, whether it's CBS, if Bill Cowher thought that this would be a good idea, no more fake locker room speeches, Yeah. okay? Only the dopes and only the mouth breathers think that that's good quality content, okay? No more of that. Also, if Stephen Ape Smith can't pull it off, there's no, yeah, right. I don't think there's anybody else really in the industry. Like, that's one of the most yeah. entertaining dudes. And it's even more ridiculous that Stephen A. Smith, of all people, was yeah. even pressed into doing a halftime speech for the New York Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen A. doesn't know what coaches talk like. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. Not yeah. at all. Not at but all. He's but that was off script. That was off script for Jimmy. I, I don't think that they play, hey, Jimmy, you're going to give your halftime speech when we go to halftime here. I don't think that 
that came down the IFB. Okay, well, then don't <laughs> surprise him with anything like that either. Okay? Or if he's the one that volunteered it, tell him no. Yeah. You know? Either way, it should have got shut down at some point. Jimmy, Jimmy, it's almost nap time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, listing lunch. Levicka, Theo, and Stone here on ESPN 106.3. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. I'm the Levicka portion of this. Travis Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Their podcast. New Heights podcast. One of the top podcasts on the planet. And we all heard the reports put out there by Adam Schefter after the Eagles succumbed to the Buccaneers on Monday night. Jason Kelsey told the team in the locker room, told the Eagles that he is done. One of the finest centers in the history of the sport, future Hall of Famer. He announced his retirement, except he hasn't, and he appears to refute the report of Adam Schefter. This, Jason Kelsey from the New Heights podcast. You know, Nick kind of gave me an opportunity to talk. I didn't announce what I was doing on purpose, despite... I guess what's been leaked to the media. I just don't think you're in a position after a game like that to really make that decision. I just don't. There's too much emotion in the moment to really fully grasp that decision. I'm not trying to be dramatic and continue to draw this thing out. I'm really not. It's just something that I think, uh, you know, when it's time to officially announce you know, what's happening in the future. It'll be done in a, in, in a way that's, you know, definitive and pays respect to a lot of people and uh, individuals that have meant a lot to me and has led to the career I've had. You know, I don't think that it would be uh, respectful or even accurate uh, to be able to do that right after a game like that. Yeah. But I did address the team and pretty much said the same thing that I just said to you, which is, you know, I got belief in every single one of you guys, you know, cherish the moment you have in this league. A lot of guys like, you know, if that is your last game, I feel sorry for you. And I'm like, yo, don't feel sorry for me, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he gets choked up at the end of it. And Travis Kelsey. Hell yeah, brother. He doesn't Hell yeah, it, man. So that that was that was I suppose Jason Kelsey setting the the record straight. Definitely sort of sounds like a man who who is ultimately going to retire, right? That dude's not playing another football snap in his yeah. life. I, and I don't I don't think because a lot of people are piling on Adam Schefter after that. No. I don't think Adam Schefter just made something up. And I'm sure that Jason Kelsey has probably insinuated to people that he's going to walk away. Uh I don't think Adam Schefter's wrong. I also don't think Jason Kelsey is wrong in this scenario. Does that make sense? Like Jason Kelsey probably insinuated, this is probably it for me. Those sources told Adam Schefter that. Adam Schefter reported that Jason Kelsey uh, in all likelihood is going to retire. I don't think that that's a stretch. I don't think that's misleading journalism at all. At all. I, I think he needs to get in shape. Too after he retires, like a lot of these guys do. Yeah. Well, what, whatever whatever that was. Crazy. Whatever that was. Oh yeah, that was well. That's he's crying. He's just crying. Yeah, he's one of the most athletic offensive linemen, yeah. the centers we've ever seen. Stop it. Can you please give your hottest of all hot takes ever that you gave us yesterday before the show? Oh yeah. And Are you brave enough right yeah. now? Are yeah, you it's brave fine. enough? And this isn't meant to be disrespectful to Jason Too Kelsey. Late. Okay, yeah, look it in the face. But this was. FrontPageESPN.com, FirstStoryESPN.com, update alert on your phone. Jason Kelsey set to retire from Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. This was big, huge news for a center, for a center. So here's my, my big, bold claim. And again, 
not to be disrespectful to Jason Kelsey, what a career if this is it, and he's going to the Hall of Fame, he's going to Ken, he's going to wear the gold jacket. But if it weren't for his brother, Jason Kelsey retiring, not a story outside of Philadelphia. It's a great take, man. It's, it's incredibly it's wrong. Here's why it's incredibly wrong. You think wrong. down here we're talking about Jason Kelsey if it wasn't for Travis Kelsey and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and all no. of the profile so, that Jason question. Kelsey has by proxy. Theo, here's the, question. the only thing we'd see are Twitter stand highlights, uh, RIP to a legend, you'd see some clips. Wow. Yeah. But here's 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 where you're. Oh, I'm wrong. sorry. He's really tuned into the offensive line life. This Theo Dorsey. He is. I, 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 here's where I think you guys are wrong. Is Jason Kelsey's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I think what you were saying is it wouldn't be front page headlines on ESPN.com that Jason Kelsey mm-hmm. is retiring. Mm-hmm. Yes, it would be because what the hell else is dominating the day outside after the of Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles? It would not be if, it, what, if if Travis it would be Kelsey on ESPN.com front page. We can even extrapolate it further. If Travis Kelsey didn't play Jason Kelsey in the Super Bowl last year, then it definitely would, wouldn't have been news because that's where we really got Donna a lot of attention. Have, and then Taylor Swift came into the mix with right. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that me. that then uh, magnified it that uh, much more. Then you had to do the webs all the way back. Right. If, right. if, if Travis wasn't dating Taylor, yeah. okay. then nobody would know who Jason Kelsey is in the first place. Or they would maybe is. know the hardcore football fans, the casual, did not know who Jason Kelsey was, especially okay. before he played Travis last year. And for two weeks, the media inundated us with Kelsey family storylines, but now Taylor Swift has raised the profile of Jason Kelsey so much that it's front page, top story, okay. ESPN. Well, hold on, one more. Let me up the ante. Okay, y'all not if done. He didn't, if he didn't have a New Heights podcast, <laughs> the average casual NFL fan or sports fans wouldn't know what Jason Kelsey even looked like. Oh okay. my God. Good job. My God. Boom. You just upped the ante. Boom. You're right, Stone. Way to up it. <laughs> What do you got for us? You guys are complete morons. <laughs> um, number one, you want to know what the top headline is right now on ESPN.com? What? Report. Colts' Ursay found unresponsive in December. Because he allegedly OD'd. They had to use Narcan on him. It's you an want- NFL owner who got Narcan. No, that's boring pretty story. Big news. You want to know what's boring next? Boring story. I agree. You know what's next? Warriors coach hospitalized. Game versus Jazz postponed. Steve Kerr? No, it was an assistant. It was an assistant. Okay. Uh, Those are next, we need to know. Next sources: Star Bama safety downs enters portal. He's a five-star guy. He's a stud. He's in the portal. Probably going to Florida State. He's just What's as good as Jason name? Kelsey. What's his first name? I don't know. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Travion. All right. My point is, it was a Monday after the Eagles had the it just finished the biggest collapse. Can we, that can we've we double seen. check real quick? I'm sorry to. Can you check to see if it's Travion Combs? Because I think Stone guessed. There's a chance. I don't know. Oh, man. Were you going to roll with it? I thought you were just looking at it. His name isn't even Combs. It's Downs. Caleb Downs is his name. Caleb. So Travion is an incredible you miss by Stone Bannon. You know what that actually sort of feels like, Theo? <laughs> racist. No, <laughs> I, felt, I thought I... I felt very racist. No, I, didn't I thought... Even, I didn't no, even think about it. Thank we're you, We're not kid. doing this. I yeah, thought I heard it, it earlier this morning. <laughs> we're doing it. Oh, I thought man. I heard it earlier you this morning. What? You know what? I take back all the yeah. stuff I said about you up in the ante. You were on course <laughs> until the big R came out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Travion. Travion. Le Jantarelle. Yeah, like, like, come on, man. His name's Caleb. Caleb. His name's Caleb Stone. Jesus, dude. Goodness gracious. Okay. Man, get a hold of yourself. Back to my point. Uh, I'm sorry. Jason Kelsey is a six-time All-Pro center. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a center. 
Him announcing his retirement <laughs> is going to be front page news, especially when he's a center of the Philadelphia Eagles who were in the Super Bowl last year and also who just had one of the greatest collapses we've seen from a Super Bowl contender. Top of your head right now, name a Hall of Fame center. Chuck, not. Jeff I, Saturday. I, now, Tredavian Combs. I, now, why? Chuck, I, <laughs> Now, why are you discrediting See, centers? I'm not when, discrediting hold on, hold on, centers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. When you took center stage four months ago, crying all these tears about the Dolphins don't have a center. Leo Michael keeps hitting his gooch. And we're doing all this talking. Yeah, it was, well, yeah, Connor Williams and Liam Eikenberg both love to snap footballs off their gooch. And that's a problem. It, it, but you're right. The, you're leading. the less we talk about a center, the better. And when a center is continually snapping footballs off their undercarriage, that's a problem. When you know who the center is and you continually look at the center because he's snapping footballs off of his uh, the area between his sack and his, and his crack, that's a problem. Yeah, but you were leading with that. You were like, I don't have any confidence. How am I supposed to go into this game with any confidence? We have Liam Eikenberg at center yeah. snapping balls at Tua. Yeah. It was your lead. That was I'm your lead. I'm not saying Jason Kelsey's not a, Jason Kelsey's not a Hall of Fame. He's the finest center to ever play the game. I already said that. I'm switching sides. I'm with you, Theo. Thank you, Stone. This is front page this news. This is front page. It's, it's Jason Kelsey. Hall of Famer. Oh, don't turn on me because you said something <laughs> racist. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna forget about yeah. that. Is he just sucking up to me? Because yeah, he he's called? sucking up yeah. to me because he feels bad yeah, now. Yeah, Lejeune yeah. Holmes or whatever yeah. the hell he said. Yeah, don't don't yeah. let him Travion. suck Don, his Don way Travius. back into this. Yeah. Uh, let's do more listening lunch before we have to take a break here. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3, a listening lunch. Will we grade stuff? We'll find out if we have time uh so this this was yesterday in tampa bay this is buccaneers head coach todd bowles the setting the media room press conference news conference for todd bowles as the buccaneers prepare to go to detroit and play the lions at ford field here is a question about the conditions the buccaneers need to prepare for in chile detroit Coach, uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit, um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we've seen it up to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. Oh, my God. Todd Bowles was asked by a member of Tampa Bay Media, mm, mm, mm. how do you prepare for the cold temperatures in Detroit? The Lions, for the last three decades plus, mm. have played inside. First at the Silver Dome, and then at Ford Field. That happened yesterday in the year of our Lord, 2024. Theo can speak to this as well as anybody about local news and television news. I've said this for a long time, and I maintain it, because it turns out the woman who asked the question is from a station in Tampa Bay who several months ago cut out their entire sports staff. Yep. Had a th- crew of three down to zero. So you know what they're doing? They're sending feature reporters and news reporters out to press conferences to cover the Buccaneers. And this is the type of thing that happens. When you have a local sports station, or a, you, you have a local TV station, and they cut out the sports department, 
stop watching that station. Yes. Because they don't care about the news and they don't care about delivering you quality content. And local TV stations, the fix is not to send out the local news reporter. Because there is nothing cringier on local TV and in oh. this market, whether it's WPEC, whether it's WPTV, whether it's WFLX, WPBF, whether it's WPBF, there is nothing worse, nothing cringier than hearing your news anchors at the main desk try to riff on sports. Oh. There is nothing worse than that. The heat last night took to the court and boy, did they shoot hot. <laughs> Like, that's awful. That's awful stuff. And that's what you're getting. That's awful. Tyler Harrow, it's it's bad. That's what happened here. I can't even blame that woman because she's putting a, being put in a position to fail. Yeah. She clearly doesn't watch sports, doesn't know that the Lions play inside. That said, all of that said, all of that said, this was just last week on Mad Dog Radio, Sirius XM, the legend Chris Russo, Chris Mad Dog Russo, who you see on first take, breaking down the Packers and the Cowboys in Arlington and talking about the weather conditions. Oh. Last I have week. to wait and see on that. Dallas weather's cold, too. Nothing like this. They play the game 39 degrees. Uh, I know they won't have a problem getting that game in, of course, and they deal with the elements that's not that bad, especially for a team like Green Bay. But 39 degrees in Dallas is a lot colder than they're accustomed to, and then everything else should be in decent shape. Tampa, Houston, I mean, and the Dome in Detroit uh, over the weekend. So all I'm saying is that if, if you want to dunk on the, the woman in Tampa for asking, which we've oh done, the question to Todd Bowles about the 13-degree weather in Detroit and they play inside, have the same energy for the guy you see on first take every week, the sports talk legend, Chris Mad Dog Russo, who just last week, he's not a news reporter, he's the greatest <laughs> sports talk radio host of all time, uh, he broke down Packers, Cowboys, 39 degrees. Jerry World, retractable. It's also, it's inexcusable for Mad Dog, too, because in the next sentence, he mentions the Dome in Detroit. And that should have clicked at some point in his head. I mean, he's getting long in the tooth again, just like we said about, uh, what's his name, Jimmy Johnson. Maybe he's lost his fastball. Does he ball. think the Cowboys still play at Texas Stadium with the hole in the roof? Maybe. Ike, maybe. Listen, I'm so done with Mad Dog Russo, it's not even funny. I'm 25 years old. I have not a clue what he was good at, I, I, nor oh, do I boy. care. Here we go. I, I, I again... I'm not siding with Stone on. I don't care about what he did. All I'm saying is, you guys got to remember, Mad Dog Russo means nothing to anybody under the age of 30. And I could care he less. Means nothing. Like what I'm told, like following oh, my, the take that I just in, gave. Back in the day, he was, he was, oh, him, the Mad Dog. And the Mad, yeah, well, then we listened to him talk. And he's like, yeah, dude, well, he kind of sucks. Did you guys really like this 30 years ago? That's what the take is. Can I is. give you one more thing before we take a break? Uh, Since yeah, we're talking about Chris Mad Dog Russo. Chris Mad Dog Russo and mistakes. He is, man. His former partner, Mike and the Mad Dog, yeah. WFAN, Mike Francesa, our good friend here on Levicka Theo and yes. Stone, 2016, he also made a Cowboys indoor-outdoor mistake. This from the New York Post. During his morning show on WFAN, the sports pope rambled on about the cold weather and wind chills for Sunday night's game in Dallas between the Cowboys and Buccaneers and how it would factor in the game. He wasn't necessarily wrong about the weather. It was unbearably cold during game time, but fortunately for the players and fans at AT&T Stadium, 
It has a retractable roof. Quote, 26 degrees at kickoff, <laughs> 10 mile an hour wind, something those players in Tampa and Dallas are not used to. Something those quarterbacks, both southern quarterbacks, aren't used to. Windshield down in the teens for the Cowboys and the Buccaneers tonight. I don't think you have to, have to worry about the kid from Ohio State, but you do have to worry about the kid from the south holding on to that ball tonight. So 7 degrees for Dallas tonight, they're not used to that kind of weather. That was Mike Francesa. So again, before you pile on, the woman from Tampa Bay who asked Todd Bowles about the weather in Detroit for the Buccaneers-Lions playoff game, just know that Mike and the Mad Dog, Mad Dog, last week, and Mike, eight years ago, have made the same mistakes about Dallas. That's crazy. The fact that it's both of them makes me think that they went their entire radio career thinking that the Cowboys played outdoors once they moved to Jerry World. Like I think they both thought throughout their entire career, since it's both of them, they're inextricably linked, they never left Texas Stadium. <laughs> that Jerry wild. World doesn't exist. There's your listening lunch. That was kind of wild. It is wild. It is wild. There weren't even any sports takes in there. He said the kid from the South can't hold on to the football. I mean... Who is he referencing from Ohio talking. State in that spot? I have no clue. Who played for the Bucks? Was that... The Buck? Was that Campbell? I don't know. No, We're going to have to look at that because that was pre-Jameis. 2016? Yeah, that was pre-Jameis. The Buccaneers. Because it wouldn't have been Josh Freeman at that point Josh for the Bucs? Josh Freeman is yeah, he's thinking. Kansas State, though. Yeah. So I don't know. He could have just been wrong again. I mean, hell, he didn't know they played indoors. Let's look you it up. They, Let's look it up. 2016, a little Levick at Theo and Stone research. Uh, when we come back, we'll grade stuff. We have a lot to do. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Listing lunch. Classes in session brought to you by the South Florida Fair. Underway now. South Florida Fairgrounds. Dive into the fun. The fair theme. Celebrating ocean and marine wildlife. See a live shark show. Get up close with sea lions. Plenty more opportunities to enjoy an immersive underwater experience. Great fair food, favorite fair rides, discount tickets, ride vouchers on sale now at Publix and online SouthFloridaFair.com. The fair is open. South Florida Fairgrounds in West Palm Beach. Have a whale of a good time at the South Florida Fair. Get your passes at Publix and SouthFloridaFair.com. Let's look at the Stone grade stuff here on ESPN 106.3, a listening lunch grade stuff combo. What a historic day nice. here on ESPN 106.3. Gentlemen, let's start grading snow games, snow games, snow football games. We grade on a regular school scale, A, B, C, D, F, snow games. Theo, how do you grade snow games? B plus, because it depends on who's in them. If I have elite quarterbacks, I don't want to see that. But like for teams like the Steelers or, or other squads, even the Bills, they're kind of fun in snow games. I'm all for it. Stone, uh, what was your grade? What was your grade? Oh, B plus. B plus. B plus. Stone, great snow games. Expelment. Get out of school. <laughs> you failed. You're never allowed back here again. I think it's the worst thing that we have going on in the NFL right now. So like a snow game you would have in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you talk about elite quarterbacks. You're not getting uh, an actual put together product. I mean, now we're we're not paying Tua his money because as soon as it gets a little chilly, he can't play. The football that he played back in November. I hate it so much. I hate snow games. It ruins everything. Uh, Joe Burrow wouldn't even gone to a Super Bowl if they didn't play in an AC Championship game in the snow That's against Josh Allen. That's what the Bills use the snow excuse. Yep. So you give uh, an expulsion. They're just out Expulsion. of school. I'm going to say D. Visuals cool. Objectively cool. Snow games, but watching the quality of football in a snow game, 
I want no part of it mm. at all. It's bad. It's bad football, especially when we're talking like knee-deep snow. Bad stuff yeah. all around. I give it a D. We are grading stuff. LaVica, Theo, and Stone, great stuff here on ESPN 106.3. Super Bowl squares. Super Bowl squares. How do you grade Super Bowl squares, Stone? Uh, I love Super Bowl squares. A plus. Uh, the women can get involved. You just got to tell them what's going on. All these things. I mean, it's a whole family <laughs> oh, affair. This guy, man, every time he has a chance, you know, he's I taking mean, like, a dig at women who follow sports. I, I what is wrong with you? you know, man? I'm like, I'm like contemplating whether I should apologize or not. Like, no. be a ba- he, he, yeah. This is verbatim what Stone said on Super Bowl <laughs> squares. This Golly. this triggered this verbatim Stone. response. Yeah, women can get involved. I mean, you got to explain to them what's going on. Got to lay off the bar stool sports. Jesus, it has man. nothing to do with <laughs> getting I, See, I hate you for that. You're, just, you're getting everybody involved, right? You're getting everybody. 20 minutes ago, yeah. it was. Tw- we got Super Bowl squares in here. Jess is bringing in Super okay. Bowl squares. Hold them up for the boys. Everybody, you. you know, hey. this, is, this is a family affair. I apologize. Station, station mom just Jess has Super Bowl fans. squares. You're right. Here's the thing. Is it, was, it okay for her to play? Is it okay for her to play, Stone? I want Jess to play. Or should it, she go clean the kitchen, Stone? <laughs> Why are you. <laughs> no, it, it, Stone, I know what you meant, Stone. We obviously know what you meant, especially as a person that is about to marry a woman who does not like sports, and this is a way for her to get involved. It's just when you say it in that in that statement. It I just, mean, come on, dude. So you just said what I said, and you're going to say it all nice and with a blanket woman, on top. and a One hot- woman, but I also know a million women that actually... No. Yeah. Watch sports the way you put million, it is if you yeah. have a woman in your life who's not a sports fan, you say it's great because this woman in my life doesn't follow sports and she can get involved. Sometimes I need to let her in on some information. Yeah. Yeah. That's how That's you put better. it. You just lumped all women into you the say, same yeah. boat. Yeah, the ladies can get involved the Ladies now. can get involved. Yeah, it's yeah. A, he said you got to break it down to I them. Mean, <laughs> they've been at home all day housekeeping, <laughs> but so they don't watch anything other Woo! than their soap operas. Yeah. So you got to let them know what's going on. Yeah. That I one mean, just, Jesus, dude. This is a quarterback. From the mouth. Back. Yep. No, it's whatever, a yeah. football. Hey, it's an oblong hey, shape. It's hey, baby, brown. Hey, Those babe. white things are yard lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, baby, you want to get in on Christian McCaffrey's Russian prop? I think it goes for over six and a half <laughs> receptions. You want to play? I'm saying that's what we're going to be doing, but squares, you're like, hey, just pick a square. You're and not- let's go. I give it an A. I give it an A. I give it an A. Curse right now. We're going to be Don't doing curse. Super Bowl squares via my daughter's dance if it's okay for them to play stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, here uh, with exactly. the show. Here Daughty, dad, or dance. That's where they play the squares. Exactly. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> class is in session. Uh, comments like that, though, may uh, earn stony yeah. attention. Yeah. Uh, that's not listening lunch. It's, it's, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm rattled. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have LaVica Theo and Stone. Great stuff on ESPN 106.3. Cancun. Uh-oh. Next up, we grade Cancun, the resort city of Cancun. Theo, grade it. F. All right. I just got back there from my bachelor trip. Uh, and as a, person, Cancun COVID. <laughs> as a person who's been twice, it it's an F. Cancun is A plus when you're there, especially if it's the first time. But as soon as you get home, everybody grades it an F afterwards. Stone Cancun. A, a plus, 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 plus. Uh, real refried beans. You get to go all-inclusive package, whatever you want. Ride the hot dog tube and everything. I love me some Cancun. I give Cancun a D. You might as well just go to Miami. You can go to a Senior Frogs really anywhere <laughs> yeah. in the contiguous 48. 
Cancun, overrated. If you want to go to Mexico, go to Cabo San Lucas. If you yes. want to go to a resort yeah, town. Yeah, but yes. Miami, they're playing Dua Lipa. Like, that's not... Come on, Trust man. me, they're doing no. that in Cancun. Cancun is America. It's basically America. America. Cancun's America. Cancun's it, been so Americanized, it's lost any Mexican oh, flair. It, I love yeah. Mexican food, too. Like, it's my favorite. You want to go to Mexico City. You want to go to, like you said, Cabo. Yeah. Even Tulum. Tulum is yeah. better. And no it's doubt. right there. It's Cancun adjacent. No doubt. Uh, one final grade here on LaVica Theo and Stone grade stuff. Running quarterbacks, running quarterbacks. Can we hear Josh Allen's 52-yard touchdown run? Josh Allen, 52-yard touchdown run against the Steelers. Ah, uh, no. Super wild card Monday. Here's the snap. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more. To the 40, to the 35, 30. Breaks away. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. Yeah. yeah you just the thing is, Josh Allen on the Buffalo Bills radio network flexing, but he faked a slide in the middle of that run. Yeah. That's yeah. after Pat Mahomes did seemingly the same thing that had Duke Riley and Eli Apple playing two-hand touch Saturday night at Arrowhead Stadium. Running quarterbacks, I give them an F because they now are taking advantage of the rules designed specifically for them, a la Kenny Pickett, college football a couple of years ago in the ACC championship game. And my plea now to the NFL is as soon as they cross the line of scrimmage, let quarterbacks have the same rules as everybody else. No sliding. They take hits. Enough of this because quarterbacks are taking advantage of the pillow soft rules that help them. F for running quarterbacks. Theo? I'll give it a C, and I disagree with you. Patrick Mahomes kept the same momentum, oh and he my protected God. Allen was coming what forward. The? I knew Josh strong. Allen literally held up right after he crossed the sticks and faked the slide. I don't think what Mahomes did was faking a slide. In fact... Mahomes finished that play by cracking his helmet on a dude, proving to you he wasn't trying to fake a slide or avoid contact. Yeah. You got it wrong on Mahomes. You're right about Josh Allen. It's a C. That's it's true. Go back and Theo watch and the video. Grades. I did over and over again. Stone and I are right. Theo's wrong, but Theo gives it a C. Stone and I give it an F. More after this. LaVica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, thank you to the fine folks at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care for being there for us. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their special. Specialty, visit baptishealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho. Let's point out all the... Uh, the work we did today. Yes, yes. Uh, we came up with a, a what I think is a strong deal for the Dolphins from Tua. Again, four years. Uh, four years. It was $48 million per year. $108,536,000,000 guaranteed. I think at the very least, that's a good starting point, right? For sure. Yeah, at the very yeah. least. Um, we, I, I suppose, I tried not to, but I disrespected Jason Kelsey. You did. But I don't think so. Yeah, you did. I thought it was messed up. No, but you were on my side. Nope. And then when you just made up the blackest yeah. sounding name you possibly could for the Alabama safety right. that's transferring, and I called you out, that's when you turned on me. I can't believe what you said about Jason Kelsey. 
<laughs> and then you went you went from yeah. kind of racist to really sexist. Yeah, like what the hell, Saying man? Super Bowl squares are for the women because they uh, we can teach them. We can teach them how to play. Even, even they can play. It's easy. Yo, this dude is uncancelable. He's, doing, he's playing bingo <laughs> yeah, right that's now. That's the thing. You're John like the Gruden anti-McAfee. <laughs> You're just uncancelable right now. Unbelievable. You are bulletproof. Uh, oh. We'll be back tomorrow. Maybe Stone will. <laughs> we'll find out. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.